if we keep our faith Sometimes I'm like a whisper in a riot But I grow stronger, keep believing in me Hi, I'm Phil And I'm Adelie. And you're listening to Our Daily Faith. A place to dive deeper into your faith in search of joy, purpose, and wholehearted living. Today we're going to hear from Annette. She's got a really cool story to share today about God talking to her about the stuff that she owned and what she should do with it and how it led to a larger impact on other people. Hi, my name's Annette and I currently live in Kailua, Kona, Hawaii. I'm from Portland, Oregon, and about two and a half years ago, we were getting ready to move to Hawaii, and we had lots of things, lots of stuff, and we wanted to sell it, get rid of it, give it away, whatever it was going to take. We wanted to come to Hawaii. Our goal was to simplify and minimize and come with two suitcases and a backpack. So we obviously had a lot of things, and we couldn't sell all of it. It wasn't selling. And then I remembered the story in church that I had heard recently about the rich young ruler. And I was recalling the story about Jesus coming up to the rich young ruler. And actually he had said to Jesus, what must I do to be saved? And Jesus said, sell everything you have, give it all to the poor and come and follow me. And Jesus knew this was gonna be hard for him. And he walked away grieved because he owned much. And he couldn't do it. And it was a story, I think, a testimony for a lot of us. And for me, I realized that that was something that I wanted to do. I didn't know if I could do it, but I wanted to try and I asked God to help me. And so I was talking to my husband about what to do with our stuff. And he said, why don't you call the church and find a refugee family and we can just give it to them. And so I did. And there happened to be a family coming into uh, Portland, Oregon, and they were coming from Egypt. And they had fled Iraq and been involved with ISIS. And when they fled to Egypt, they were there for a year. And the following week, they were coming into Portland. And they had come over to our house because they got a call that we had stuff for them. And they saw the things we had and they needed everything. And so they had a couch and furniture and plates and pots and pans. And then we got invited about a week later to their house. And we walked into their house and here's this refugee family just fresh from coming from another country. And they basically had a big, huge dinner for us. This Middle Eastern dinner is sat in the middle of their living room. It was our furniture, it was our plates, our pots, our pans. And we got to know these people and it was so amazing and so wonderful to spend time with them. And we went ahead and went to Hawaii, moved to Hawaii, and then we kept in touch with this family. It's a very beautiful Muslim family. One of the people in the family had accepted Christ, and we became good friends with him. And then over time of just communicating and and talking with them, he is coming to Hawaii, and he's going to come and visit us. And we've been able to stay in touch with this family and they're just such a wonderful, beautiful family. And it's just all about really for us is you never know what's gonna happen if you just are willing to just cross that line and say, I don't know what's gonna be on the other side of the line, but I'm willing to cross it. And we've grown to love this family and they've become more than just somebody to share furniture. They've become lifelong friends. And it's been a really, really special experience for us. That's a beautiful testimony. Mm. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that, Annette. That's so beautiful. How you open up your heart to, you know, you felt God's prompting in reading 
the story about the rich man to go that next step. I mean, so many people, I'm familiar with that verse. And yet to actually do that, to actually realize God is really serious about that. He's not serious about that just for that rich man. He's serious to that about for all of us. He wants all of us to recognize that everything we have is his and to be laying everything we have out to him. Okay, God, what do you want me to do with these things? And how, like, Annette just, okay, she sold what she could and then had a bunch of things that weren't selling and went, okay, I'm going to give these away to somebody who needs them. How that led to a beautiful friendship with this family who was in need at the time that they they were able to share those items with them. I know that that story is something that I struggled with because I always thought that I was going to be this rich guy. I struggled with the fact of how can I have wealth and still follow God? And is it impossible for me to do that? It wasn't until recently that I had realized that where I was, was that money to me was more important than God. And what God is really asking here is, am I the number one thing in your life? And so it's really cool that you were able to do that, Annette. And I know that that's something that we have asked and called into our own lives. And recently, Adelie, you shared with me this this very interesting insight. So I was reading a Bible study, and it was following Jesus' last days. And there was a section about Judas and how Judas was actually stealing from the money bag of the disciples before he betrayed Jesus. And so already he was showing his true colors of greed, that greed had taken a deep root in his heart. And he was putting a priority on obtaining wealth. He actually sought out the opportunity to betray Jesus. It wasn't that the, the leaders came to Judas. Judas went to the leaders and said, what will you give me if I betray Jesus? And they said, you know, 30 pieces of silver. What struck me was the root of why Judas betrayed Jesus was greed and how Jesus focuses on at different points about the dangers of greed, including the story about the rich man and how it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter heaven. It's not about the physicality of the wealth. It's not about whether a person has wealth or not. It's about what's in the person's heart. And that when I think Jesus is really warning against the dangers that wealth can bring, whatever you have, whether it's little or whether it's great, everything we have, is Jesus's. Everything we have belongs to God. But do we just say that in theory or do we really mean it? Because then when God calls you to step out and calls you to give and maybe give radically, are we willing to obey? And so that's something like in the past couple of years, God was really challenging us a lot Mm -hmm. to really be giving radically in different cases. And there were times when it was a struggle and there were other times where it was like, no, this is his, like, let it go. You know, there it goes kind of thing. And now God has really increased that ask, like, is this really all mine? I'm going to ask you to do this. I'm going to ask you to sell your house. I'm going to ask you to give up your business. I'm going to ask you to do these things. Are they all really mine? And our answer is yes, yes, yes. Not without struggle sometimes. But again, like, the more that you practice this, the more I think that our minds are tuned into to behaving this way, to believing it and to following through in that way. I think it's also possible to be in a place where you surrender everything and then to be pulling back. So I think it's, again, like this is a daily thing that, you, that, that we need to do because there are times when I find myself pulling back from that spirit of generosity, from that spirit of God, yes, everything we have is yours. 
and we need to go I need to go back to okay yeah everything I have is yours God so I'm not gonna let fear hold me back I'm not you know I'm gonna surrender that that fear to you and again proclaim that this is yours what will you have me do with it and to say yes Lord so today's Bible reading comes from Matthew 6 verse 19 to 21 do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your wisdom and guidance in our lives. I pray, Lord, that if there is anything that is holding us back or controlling us or that we covet more than we covet you, Lord, that we open up our hands and that we say, God, all we have is yours. Everything that I am is yours and that we are willing to submit everything, including our possessions, to you, Lord. Help us to seek your will and your guidance above all. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We believe that by hearing modern day stories of faith, people will be encouraged and inspired to take the next step in the relationship with God. We're crowdfunded and you can help us produce the next podcast episode. You might not know this, but our family are missionaries, and you can see more of our journey on Instagram at Our Daily Faith. And you can find some cool rewards on our crowdfunding page at patreon.com forward slash Our Daily Faith.